0: And welcome to Super Mega Crash Brothers Turbo. I'm your host, Stephen White. With me, as always is my co-host, Lacey Finley.
1: Oh well, happy Monday.
0: Huh. <laughs> it's May. It
1: is May. It's it is May. It's warm. We're get we're get hey, uh, yes. Yesterday was the first super nice day that I can remember. I left the house mm-hmm. with no sweatshirt, and it was nice. fantastic. Is the first time this whole year that I've not needed at least a sweatshirt or something going outside it was freaking great, and it was the hobbies and I's ten year anniversary yesterday. Oh, look so at it that. ended out being a beautiful thing, and I was like, "Look at this! Finally, nice day, sunny outside." It stormed just like it did on our wedding day ten years ago, but cleared up by like eleven a.m. You know, nice. Uh, the pandemic's new, but I mean, aside from that, sure. Uh, <laughs> So we ended up going and getting like a really nice steak dinner, and bringing it at home and he ate some lobster and we took some pictures in front of a green screen. So later on, I'm going to pretend like we went around the world. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Why you know? not? That was what I always thought. I don't know. Side note, whatever we do this now, but, uh, cause that was always our thing. Like we said on our 10 year, we really should go somewhere nice. Cause we never vacation. we never really go anywhere aside for maybe like a weekend here or there or something close. Um, and then, you know, I was like, how fitting, you know, like yeah. just with our run of luck for our entire lives together. <laughs> <that> <laughs> the one time we were absolutely going to make sure we were going to do something on an anniversary, this happened. But uh, so who knows where we actually traveled? I'll figure it out later. I don't know. I figured that was the best we could do to have fun. <laughs> so
0: Anywhere you want to go. Our
1: dinner, took pictures in front of the green screen, and I'm like, we'll see. Maybe we went to Italy. Maybe we went to France. I, don't I mean, know. you
0: should come up with some really Maybe the
1: bottom of the ocean.
0: Some really interesting pictures. I can't wait to see them. We'll because see what happens, man? <laughs> anything goes if you think about it. You can go. It's you true. could have taken pictures with celebrities that you've never met before. And On just, top
1: of you know some pyramid in Egypt, right? I mean, you don't know. Maybe the celebrity was my server, for all I know. You yeah. know Tom Hanks brought me my wine. Mm-hmm. It's really cool, right? I mean. Right. <laughs> Anything goes. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but yeah, so it was a very nice day yesterday. Uh, today is a little chilly, but at least the sun's been staying out. So mm-hmm. uh, Mother that's... Nature's just confused right now. We got the, the, She's dealing with a lot, too, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, well, the weather might be put a pin in caring about that for a minute
0: Mm -hmm. yeah she's trying to repair herself she's trying to to get back into good health which you know good Mm -hmm. for her i hate that it took a pandemic to do it self-care
1: needs to happen at some point you know Mm -hmm.
0: i mean it's it's gonna be a warm day today which i'm okay with um it got a little warm yesterday so much so and i hated doing this because i'm the older you get You just, money, and and I've turned into, you know, the the father, you always hear, turn that light off, don't do that, turn that off, you're wasting electricity. (laughs) Live in a barn? Yeah. Yeah, shut the door. So I had to turn on the air conditioner only because the cat was panting, and we, as I've mentioned before, she gave birth in our closet, which I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure I mentioned that. And yep. then, did I mention the other swath of kittens?
1: I don't know if it was like to me or the podcast at this point. But. Okay.
0: <laughs> she she had two. Then we found four more elsewhere that were not oh. hers. They were just another set of abandoned kittens. Oh. And so we took them and she adopted them, luckily. Oh. So she's been caring with them. So now we have six kittens. And the closet, <sighs> the closet that they were sitting in, it's just becoming, you know, no more space. Oh, warm. Yeah, yeah, because it not only is it small. I mean, it's a it's a big closet for us, but for mm-hmm. them to run around in and and explore, especially at the age they're getting now, they need room. And okay. I'm like, hey, there's an entire world outside.
1: Go. <laughs> But, look at all the space you yeah, have. look yes. at all the... Gra-
0: but, of course, I, I always get shot down. So, I was like, all right, well, they need to go somewhere else <laughs> other than our closet because this week, they've all lost their minds. The mother is running around the house going, meow,
1: meow, meow.
0: It's like, what do you want? What are you doing? She's Here's food. Here's up. water. Yeah, it's just like, I, do you need your, your She's babies? She's
1: probably losing her mind. You forced four other children on me, sure, keeper of this house. She, and-
0: <laughs> she didn't have a problem with it. At first, she could have said no. Like most cats do. But she <laughs> took them. So she all she does now is she just paces and, meow, meow, meow. And it's like, go outside. Here's food. Here's water. I don't know what you want. Meow, meow, meow. I, so it's annoying. So I, I, yeah. I threw her out this morning because I was like, I can't take you right now. I don't go know outside. what you want. I've given you food. I've given you water. I don't know what you want. So, Mm -hmm. the kittens, on the other hand, they're getting into their exploratory phase. So, again, now they have a giant room in which to run and explore and just... But they need to go.
1: Uh, We're going to (laughs) keep... Point is, I need them out for a minute. Yeah.
0: I mean, no, they need to go, period, because I don't need six cats, seven cats. We were going to keep... A, a cat. I mean, it, you know, you can't just get rid of them all. Little
1: do you know now they just live in your backyard forever. So you still have them, but maybe it's not as bad that they're not inside.
0: I mean, look, if if they want if they could live out there and sustain for themselves, killing all the rodents and pests and whatnot, hey, I'm all for it because the mama cat before she integrated herself into our house, which she did, mind mm-hmm. you, she was an outside cat before this happened. She would go out, and she would—you'd find her killing all sorts of, you know, wildlife out there. And I'm like, good, good for you. Thank you, thank you so much for killing all the mice and things like that, so they don't get into our house. And I'm okay with them doing that. If the army could just do it outside, I'm fine. (laughs) I just don't care for litter boxes. I love cats. I hear you there. I just don't want to deal with the litter box. And uh, you know, my wife keeps showing me all these new fancy litter boxes where you don't Clean have to do themselves. anything you just turn a button and it cleans itself but and they're it like,
1: like a hotter bucks or more ain't they yeah
0: and i'm just like uh, yeah i mean it's don't get me wrong it's good but
1: yeah uh,
0: <laughs> there's an outside right?
1: All <laughs> right, but there's a twelve ruled outside for them yeah. to use the restroom on
0: so, hopefully I can get rid of these kittens soon. Again, they're adorable. Mm-hmm. I love them. They're they're very friendly. We've accustomed them to human beings to where they're not looking at you and going <laughs> 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 like they have a habit of doing. Yes. They love us. They see us, they're just yeah. like, "Hey, hey, hey, let's play." So, yes. they're friendly. But
1: are you trying to sell somebody on it? Like, well, to the podcast.
0: Anybody, anybody if you, come if you want a kitten. Up, Yeah. Yeah, I mean I know swig by again, I know we're gonna keep at least one, maybe two, because the two oldest of the original letter I mean, we've kind of gotten...
1: Let's see how this ages. I I want us to revisit in two months and see how many cats that you still have that maybe like Calliope talked you into keeping, Uh, you know, because she really attached to that one. And that mm -hmm. one really needed the other one to stay happy and adorable together. And then you can't separate it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I'm hearing all the excuses now.
0: Oh, I almost painted myself into a corner not even thinking about it because I've always been... uh, Another thing I've been staunchly against are dogs. Again, don't have a problem. With them, but we've had so many where we kind of live. I don't want to say it's as bad, but you remember that road in Pet Cemetery (laughs) where the trucks are always going down and there's always that concern that someone's going to die? Well, that's kind of our (laughs) road because people like to use it as a drag strip, and we've lost a lot of animals to that road because people are, and of course, the animals are stupid enough to go down there and we've well, been trying we
1: technically built a road through their area so yeah <laughs> like the animals were like god damn it
0: <laughs> but we i personally do not want to get another dog unless we have a way for them to be able to roam wherever they want but just not down there to the road you know because True. i feel like we kind of need a dog because ever since we don't have a dog we've noticed a few extra pests showing up so I would like to have the dog to keep them away, which would be fine. Sure. But I just want to make sure the dog is safe. Whatever it takes. Yeah. And hopefully a good dog. So what it's happened like you is... You
1: need to write somebody about a speed bump.
0: Yeah, exactly. So Start my wife was... some cars. My wife was looking through uh, some rescue dogs and stuff like that, which, I mean, you can always find some really good ones in there. And she found this one. It was like a German Shepherd. He'd been... Something had happened to him, I can't remember, maybe he lost a leg or something like that, but he was, you know, just real prim proper looking thing, and she's like, what? And I was like, yeah, yeah, you know, that would be pretty good. And she's like, oh gosh, you just, uh, I just don't know. And she mentioned something about Calliope, and I was like, you know, it would be, oh, it was the name. I can't remember what the name was, and I was like, you know, what would be a really good name is you call that dog Buttons. And then you could have Calliope running around going, buttons, oh
1: buttons.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then and then I said and then one, uh,
1: Churchill or <laughs> what was then, the name of the cat, the great cat.
0: And then I said, and then at that point, then she can start calling you lady and going, Okay, lady, I love you, bye bye. And <laughs> just turn it into a whole cartoon. And she's like, Well now we have to get the yourself. dogs. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, hypothetically, that would have been funny.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, come on. Sometimes you got to do stuff to entertain yourself, though, too. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They're my kids. This is what's funny. Let's (laughs) Let's experiment.
0: I mean, we've got to get her away to do something away from her tablet because my kid has become obsessed with a tablet so much so that she loves uh, Scooby Doo. And then that new Scooby movie came out and she refused Mm -hmm. to watch it. Because tablet, reduced. Tablet. Oh. She had the tablet. Oh. And that was more important oh. at the time.
1: Oh wow. Yeah. I just figured you'd swap one screen for the next, but it's well, not bad, eh? Oh it's yeah. That screen she, or bust. I was
0: like, hey, do you want to watch this movie? Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> okay.
1: That'll be the dangers now since kids aren't really going out to play as much. <laughs> They're gonna be way more addicted to those tablets.
0: Oh, when she when she's like, It's dead, can I go charge? I'm like, Nah, I'll do it. And then, you know, just set it aside. <laughs>
1: Right? I know what's wrong with her, baby. Yeah, I
0: don't know. So. But hey, um, what have you been playing?
1: I actually, I had a kind of a decent week in some games. Nothing like real long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm almost done with beating Guilt. I'm sure I got too hungry at the end of my last stream, and there's probably not that much left, and they all probably mother-effed me for ending what I did. But I'm sorry. I'm human, and I got hungry. Uh, so I think I'm close to being done with that, and it's actually really, really good. Okay. I, I, I'm very pleased with it. I didn't, I didn't think I wouldn't like it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Tequila works I've always enjoyed a lot of their games and stuff, um, and I'm still saying, man, I think their downfall was making it a Stadia exclusive. I think this game could be, you know, like a lot of people would love to play it. But uh, you got it for free now. I think if they're still doing that, so you can. That's why I signed up. That was the only game on there that I really mm-hmm. badly wanted to play, and that I knew I couldn't play elsewhere.
0: Now is it is it ex- is it a timed exclusive?
1: To my, I, you know what? I am not positive on that, but. Okay. The way they made it sound, like, it was a Stadia exclusive, and that's, that's how you get it. And I'm sure that they, they, they might be trying to do, like, an epic thing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. let me... It, those are usually timed, though, but let me grab them up, come to my store first or whatever. But it was included with the membership, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure, like, how Stadia breaks down you getting paid as a developer on there when you're not buying the game, so... Gotcha. I should have probably done more research into that, but I was just happy I was getting to play it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I revisited for some reason one Night Really Bored. Remember those old like Law & Order games? Yeah, There used yeah, to be yeah. a whole mess of them, you know? And I used to like, well, I used to like Jerry Orbach and he used to voice a lot of them. So I would play them. Well, I noticed on my Steam, I still had one, like a Telltale did one from mm-hmm. like 2010 or something like really? that. Um, so, yeah, it was an episodic one and huh. I had it. And I'm sure I bought it because that sounds like something at, at 10 years ago I totally would have bought myself just to play around with because I used to like those where I got to investigate and then go to court and try to try the case. You know, like mm-hmm. those were kind of a fun setup. Um, but after the first episode ended... <laughs> Um, it, like, wouldn't continue. So I'm not sure if I ended up buying it before all the episodes came out and then forgot about it for 10 years. (laughs) Like, so I'm not sure if I was supposed to have all five. Because I looked it up. I'm like, did I buy this game? And then it never got finished. Like, Maybe that was the case. And no, there was like five or six episodes on there. So I don't know if I need to reinstall it, see if there was a hiccup, or if in fact I only bought what so long ago I'm not gonna remember what I did now. Hmm. But so I finished a case, and I guess that might be all there is to that <laughs> at this point. Um and then I did find one like free to play visual novel that I was like, I, I'll, I'll give a shot. It only took me like maybe 45 minutes to get through the whole story, but oh my God, it was weird. It was, okay. it's called Good Morning World. It's a free to play visual novel about the way they made it describe was, is this character kind of losing grip with reality or not? Mm-hmm. And um, you just kind of wake up, you're excited for your first day at your new job. Life is going to be going so much better now. Um, and you go outside and you're talking your way through it. Maybe you meet a little kitty cat and decide whether you want to shoo the cat away or maybe like try to take it in. Um, And then you're heading to the bus uh, to the train station for your first day of the job. You find a backpack, you go through it, boom, you've blown up. And then it starts you to reset that day, but now things are just getting more trippy and it's for a free one for like 45 minutes. I kind of recommend it. Like they had a couple of little jump, at-me moments that I wasn't expecting for it to go as dark as it did. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it was interesting for a free-to-play one. Yeah, it's kind of buggy. Um, and it doesn't look like they're going to go back to address it. But, um, like, it works. There just might be, like, a few graphics that end up getting, like, stuck on the screen that might just annoy you because you know it's not supposed to be there because sure. it's supposed to go away. Uh, but, yeah, it, it, it was an interesting little – hour to kill depending on how long it took you to figure out because I mean there it does eventually be kind of come like a puzzle like you're supposed to find certain things in a certain way to break the cycle that keeps happening with you waking up and going about your day and coming back mm-hmm. um, but once you've caught on to that it's like super easy like you could have it done in, in, in that time right. uh, and I think I wrote about that that was it Okay, that was it because I've been trying to not buy games yeah <laughs> as much as I want to. As much as I want to. How about you?
0: Well playing this week. I, I screwed that up and I did buy games.
1: Oh <laughs> uh, well, hey, you you can if you you can. You can swing it. I'm in one of those positions where I just don't know if I getting a paycheck for one week to the yeah. next so, No, this was trying to be smart.
0: There was a there was a, a sale going on and there were some really, really, really cheap versions of some games that I've been wanting to play and I was just like
1: was oh, like this is the cheapest I've ever seen them. Ugh. There's some great sales going on for sure, man. Yeah.
0: So, and I, you, if you remember last week, I mentioned that I already had two games to play, and as you can tell, I for uh, I decided to forego Gamers those are choices. The worst. We I just know. keep
1: buying them regardless if we need them or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we complain about our backlog. I mean,
0: I have a dedicated video game sitting right there waiting for me to touch it, mm-hmm. and then I go and say no. I want this one. But anyway. (laughs) This
1: is my mood right now.
0: This is, yeah, exactly. That's, that's what it boils down to. That's my mood right now. So, uh, after I finished, because I think, like I said last week, I had, I really had barely anything left to do to platinum the Lego game. Mm -hmm. I did that immediately. And then I was like, all right, so what am I going to do now? I had, I don't know why I picked it up. I think it was really cheap. Um, and I know I've played it before, but it's been—it was on PC. It was par- called Party Hard, where you're like yeah. a serial killer, uh, mm-hmm. just trying to take out an entire. I party. actually
1: have that one. I think the first one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think it was on sale, like really, really cheap on P- uh, PSN, and I looked at it and I was like, meh. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, because I I liked playing it on PC, but I just I never play on my PC. So yeah. I thought, well, let's get it for this and and try it again and see if I can get into it because I remember getting so far and then just kind of be like, eh, I don't want to just mess around with the PC controls or whatever. And I got much farther than I did on there than I did on the PC, but I did get to this one spot and it just frustrated me to no end because like I don't know how to do this. There, there's no way to hide what I'm doing. There are people everywhere. So, so fuck it. I just I don't right? know, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do because you if you try going in one way, you get punched in the face by a bouncer. If you try picking people off from this one side, suddenly people are like, oh, You're the killer and I'm like, How do you know that? You didn't see me do anything, you putts. Yeah, and then, I don't
1: remember what I did. I think I only played like maybe two to three levels mm-hmm. because it it kinda got monotonous enough yeah. to the point that I didn't Care to, to finish mm-hmm. whatever the game was, but I feel like there was one. Is that too where like the, the, the cops want to show up after a certain length mm-hmm. of time, too, or if they catch you? Yeah, I can't
0: remember. This was like some frat party or something like that. And I just, again, there's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to hide bodies. So,
1: have it's, you tried the dumpsters?
0: There's no dumpsters. Oh, the, okay. the only place to hide a body is in a sewer hole. But it's outside in the front where a lot of people are and there's a window right beside it. So if you kill someone, they're going to spot you (gasps) and then run off and and start calling the cops. So it's just like I got frustrated to the point where I I was was like, I don't I don't know what to do. I really don't. I even (laughs) got to a strategy, which I thought was going to start working, where Mm -hmm. uh, people would come into the bathroom. I'd stab them, throw them into a stall and be like, come on back. Come on back. Because every time mm-hmm. they would come in, they would never see the body right away. So it gave me time to go stab, throw, stab, throw. And I was like, all right, this is great. And then s- somehow the cops got called and they come f- found me.
1: They just know it's instantly you. Yeah. yeah that's it was like, that's like, I ridiculous. like, can be any party goer.
0: I, d- I just didn't Hold understand on. that. I was like, how do you, you didn't see me do anything. There's no mm-hmm. proof. That I did anything, at least from your perspective.
1: From your face. There's no proof.
0: You didn't see me (laughs) do anything. So...
1: My costume.
0: I got frustrated with it to where I was like, you know what? I'm putting this down. Screw it. So Mm -hmm. there was a day uh, this week where I actually had uh, free time. And I mean free time in the sense that nobody in the house was around. And I thought, you know what? You know what I haven't done in a while? VR. You know what I haven't played? Blood and Truth, the game that you got me, and I've barely had any time to play. So I settled in. I I had some technical issues for starters just to get it started. I I think I've got like a a loose wire somewhere, which disappoints me. But eventually it just all kind of settled out. And then I didn't even remember where I was, so I just kind of continued from that point and was like, okay, well... We're just going to go and and see what happens. And then I played until the game made me stop, which were several hours. And I say the game made me stop because it crashed on me and I was so mad.
1: Oh, no. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But I think story-wise, hopefully this is not spoilers for anybody. Uh, but
1: eh, it's been a while too. Yeah, the the, the main
0: guy that you're playing, um, his family, his mom was kidnapped. I got her out, mm-hmm. then she died, and then I started. This was like my first official mission with the uh, the main. I don't
1: think you've got too terribly much longer than maybe another hour or so, depending on how fast you go through it. Yeah. And all that kind of stuff. But yeah.
0: But I think this the mission that I was on when it crashed was. I think I'd gotten captured, and that crazy, the blonde, had -hmm. just, like...
1: Oh, like where you're tied up in the chair. Yeah,
0: and and she just... Your bad
1: guy speech. mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And she did all her things, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. I think it was, like, right after that, and I was like, all right, this is getting intense. I don't know how much longer I can play, but screw it. I'm going to play anyway. And then Mm -hmm. before I knew it, I started noticing little jarring things happening i'm like man don't screw up on me and then before i knew it it was like your game has crashed i was like so i was kind of upset but but i was think
1: of it otherwise
0: otherwise yeah i was like that the reason i continued playing is because i was getting so into it even just i don't know what was going on that day but my vr was working perfectly Uh outside of that like Every, I didn't have to reset. I didn't have to keep doing this. Nothing was out Your of focus, hands out of place. Away or anything. Yeah. yeah, everything was working, and I just felt like a badass when I could just grab a gun. I had like a shotgun in this hand and a machine gun in that hand. Someone would come up mm-hmm. on me, pa-pow, pow! and then I'd just start picking people off from that end. It was just like I had this super badass thing going on. It's such a And even reloading, yeah. I think reloading was the only problem I had. I was kind of wishing I like I appreciate what they're doing there, but I wish there was like mm-hmm. a quicker easier way because sometimes I would get Caught in this crossfire, and I would just get scrambled, and I'm like, I don't know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just too much happening. (laughs) Yeah, and I'm out of bullets, so I would just say, screw it, and I'd grab new guns and just start going, because I was like, I don't know what else to do. Yep. So
1: it's so great, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a. How did you enjoy it, and that you had time to finally get around to it?
0: Yeah, it was a lot of fun, and I knew I didn't want to play it with. I mean. Depends on who's around, I guess. But I, I was just like, uh, I've well, got then time. You don't have to
1: worry about hitting nobody yeah. or any of that. Yeah. But no, like I had interrupted.
0: I had a lot of fun with it once I really got into the groove of things because once you get the combat going, mm-hmm. and even even climbing the bars and everything, I was starting to think that was going to be a difficult thing, and I felt mm-hmm. myself just doing everything when he was like crawling. Across the rafters or doing the monkey how bars. How you get into it, yeah. man? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like, that was like, real yeah. proper. So, but anyway, after I played that, uh, the new, the last game that I played, and actually technically beat it yesterday, uh, minus some DLC, was uh, Little Nightmares. That was oh, one yeah. that I've been wanting to play for a while, and it was on sale, so I thought. Mm-hmm. It, it's time. It's, it's time. Yeah. It's time because you know I've I've heard a lot of great things about it. I I I wanted to play it immediately the moment I saw it. And I was like, oh my god! But it was always one of those that just I'll get it later. I'll get it later. I'll get it right. later. I'll just uh, and then finally I got it. Oh man, that game is creepy. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know what it is about certain horror games. Like I love horror. Horror movies, mm-hmm. things like that, a really solid, good horror movie. I don't like them all because there's a lot of garbage out there, too. And I think that's how I feel about horror games. There are just some that I cannot get into for whatever reason. The way it's pl- laid out, the way it's done, I just, it's not for me. This, I enjoyed because it's stealthy, it's creepy, the, the, design the creature designs oh my god i think that's what really turned me on to it because it had this weird tim burton-esque creepiness to it you know but it's i just i liked it yeah i
1: liked it i thought they did a good job of like creeping me out in a way i wasn't expecting Mm -hmm. to like be all weirded or creeped out by you know
0: and and (laughs) even the the way that they kind of intensify like the chases and things like that or when they would just spot you and you're just like oh, ch-. you felt that intensity and and I'm not saying that I've never felt that in certain horror games, but for whatever reason, this one just kept me invested. It kept me entertained in a way that others just don't. Where it just, here's a dark, drab hallway or you're a crazy insane inside of him and you gotta run around and look, there's a monster over in the shadows and he's gonna come after you. Mm-hmm. It just... There's something about those that just don't appeal to me, but this did, I guess, because I knew where I was going because it was just point A to point B. Mm -hmm. I was going through levels, but then they'd find a way to intensify everything and just kind of keep me on my toes. And, but I mean, I breezed kind of through it within a day or so. Well,
1: no, yeah, it's I'd not t- terribly long—four or five hours.
0: Well, I say a day or so. It's uh, probably over a course of several days because I think the first day I played it, I played about two levels, and then I think I played a level each subsequent day after that. So it was mm-hmm. a couple of days, but just I would take a level a day and just kind of get through it. Yeah. And I along the the deal that I got had the DLC with it. I don't know if. It was something on my end or something on the DLC, but the DLC felt glitchy. Like, e- I like have
1: not tried the DLC yet. Okay.
0: Like so. when I when I started it, the audio was already a problem because it had that weird eight bit like scratchy. And I'm like, what the hell is that? And I thought it was supposed to be in the game, but it just persisted very loud and annoyingly, mind you. And I was like, this is. I don't think that's supposed to be in the game. And then, I. this is where I'm trying to figure out if it was just me, or it was the game, there was a glitch or something. I swear, when I played the main campaign, I didn't have any problems controlling the character. There would be issues of me making a mistake, like if you're trying to crawl across a pipe or something like that, I would... Maybe run too fast or maybe push to the left too much and fall off or whatever it is. This character was unresponsive several times where I got frustrated. I was like, what is going on? Run. Jump. Do something. What are you doing? And I would get so angry because Uh you're not doing what I'm telling you to do. So I don't know if I've never heard anything about the DLC, but it seemed glitchy to me. Like in the wrong ways. Yeah. So it was very frustrating to get through the first chapter of that, and then I started the second, and I was like, you know what? I am already kind of frustrated. I'm just going to put this down right now. So <laughs> done right now. Yeah, That's probably
1: for the best. You'd probably like guilt then, because I like was making a a bunch of little comparisons to little nightmares mm-hmm. with that one. Okay. And if you really enjoyed Little Nightmares, if you still got your Stadia thing, you should give that one. I mean,
0: too. they were pushing it they were just like hey you remember that gift we gave you yeah i mean you still (laughs) haven't used it and i'm like yeah because i don't want to
1: (laughs) i think you should though don't you get the controller with it or no
0: no i don't think so there's just three months of access and i'm just like
1: you see now you have the good internet it would probably run pretty well i mean i have to admit though it's been running great for me but again mm -hmm. i have good internet so
0: i have no doubt that it would run great it's just (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's fair <laughs> you don't have to like it that's yeah.
0: fair I just don't I just don't see myself dedicating a lot of time to it and I know it's free and that's why I was willing to give it away still willing to mm-hmm. give it away anybody wants my Google Stadia for free three months I'll give it to you all you gotta do is hit me Glad up Supermaker Crash just say hey Glad what about that Google Stadia I'll mm-hmm. give it to you free charge no no it's strings attached. No. Yep. But if you don't want it, I mean, it's just going to go to waste. I might use it like in the very, very... If nobody takes it, I'll, I might consider it. But it's if I remember because I'm not even thinking about it,
1: you know? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, there isn't a whole lot to choose from that comes with it that I think you'd be interested in probably aside from guilt. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I'm probably going to play unless something pops up on it here between here and the end of whatever trial because i can't even remember when i set it up now i probably only got like a few weeks left for all i know
0: i'll tell you something i am excited about and i don't know if you i don't i doubt this is in your news but if it is stop me okay <laughs> uh <laughs> nintendo switch online games for may
1: no okay good go ahead okay yeah.
0: so i'm i got it i got to
1: stopped looking for games coming out and sure. reporting about Unless it
0: was a huge title. Well, this month, and I don't know if they're on there right now. I haven't checked yet. But uh, I saw their video where they were announcing what was coming out. And I'm a little excited because there was two games on there. One I am familiar with but in another name. Uh-huh. And then another one that I'm familiar with because I grew up on it as a kid, playing it all the time and never got anywhere with it. But I was always obsessed with it for some odd reason. Don't know why. But the first one, I do not know the Japanese name of it. It's like Panel de Puyon or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. But in the States, it was uh, marketed as Tetris Attack. And it's like a match four game. And they put Yoshi and a bunch of Mario characters in it to pitch it to us. Mm -hmm. Well, the Japanese version is coming on the Nintendo Switch Online service as a free game. And I'm kind of excited just to play that. I don't I don't care about all the aesthetics about it. It's just it's a fun little puzzle game, you know. I remember playing it mm-hmm. a lot as a kid. Well, I wasn't a kid. I was a teenager, kind of in that Yeah. You're yeah, a kid now. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere in there. Yeah. But as a kid kid as a kid kid, there was a Nintendo game called Rygar. I don't know if anybody remembers this game, but as soon as they showed that it was on there I was like, <gasps> I'm playing that. You know, this wasn't one of those like the super ghouls and... Well, kind of like that, where you'd be obsessed wanting to try to play it, but it was so freaking hard that Rygar was not hard. It was just confusing. Uh, it would be the best yeah. way because it does this thing where it's kind of open world, but not really, even though it's like a 2D platformer side-scroller, but you had to find items to get into other worlds and or other areas. And I never got anywhere with it because, you know it was hard as a kid but i feel like now i could do pretty good i feel like <laughs> i can so we'll see and then of course I'm i've not got
1: that confident going into older games i'm like i'm probably worse now because now i'm used to games holding my hand a little bit mm-hmm. but <laughs> yeah. i mean i'm familiar I'm enough used with to it. getting a map and getting to save my game
0: yeah and it had some weird music too like it it I'm trying to remember. There was one tune in there. I swear to God, it's lifted from an actual song, like an actual okay. composition from something. And it's just, it's weird, you know, because at the, at the beginning of the game, it's... I'm going even throw in the Rygar music here, just so okay. people are aware. So we
1: all can hear it. But
0: you can hear it, and it's like... Like, it's very heroic. And then you get into this weird tune where it's just kind of wah, 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 and I'm probably not even singing it right but I'm gonna put it in here when I hear it I know what I'm talking about you hear that okay. song yeah. you hear that song playing in the background isn't that weird for a weird action game yeah. okay totally. so it's just it's odd but anyway I still want to play it still want to play it so I, I, find, I might actually yeah, check and see if it's on there right now uh after we're done recording.
1: After we're done here. Yeah. You know. But hey. Kind of going to finish yeah, this up. Right yeah. You,
0: you might have some games uh, or some we news do, to talk about. So
1: We do have news. A uh, little bit going on this week. So at the top, I have a couple of COVID news, but nothing like that's going to make us super sad, I think, by mm-hmm. the end of it. But let's see. Right. Um, Phil Spencer did a piece this week about how uh, we may not actually be feeling the full effects of the COVID crisis from a games perspective, probably till most likely next year. Um, He was interviewed by Business Insider and was kind of just letting us know a few things that how it might affect release schedules that we weren't anticipating come quarter one, quarter two Mm of 2021. So, of course, sales on hardware and games have skyrocketed, you know, since March, basically, when the whole country went on shelter in place. Mm -hmm. But March 2021 is when they expect to see the broader effects. So, for instance, one example was motion capture, right? Mm -hmm. How uh, most any production for that regard has come to a halt, uh, even films right now are not filming on sets. So since games or the big blockbuster triple A title specifically can take years already to make mm-hmm. So if it was due out this fall, Uh, that's most likely already been captured. We're going to be good to go. But if it was due out next year, that's when you're going to see things that might get pushed back. So Phil mentioned if you had all of your animations captured and you're just doing touch-ups right now in a more individual art production in areas like textures and things like that, you're in a much better position. Things are probably going to be fine for you. But if you are waiting for a lot of either large audio work, like symphonies, for example, Mm -hmm. or again, like I mentioned, motion capture, you're probably held up right now and trying to make progress in other areas. So I think he was trying to give gamers a heads up that when, hopefully, by March of 2021, we're probably moving back into whatever our normal will be at that point. So when you start seeing those games get delayed to try to keep it in the back of your head, the biggest part of their production was probably supposed to happen now. On sure. uh, their time frame when they started making the game, so um, next year is probably where we're going to see probably the first half of the year light on releases is what he's trying to let us know. So, but keep that in mind before you take to Twitter and get really upset, guys. You know,
0: <laughs> but the perfect time and opportunity to clear
1: the backlog, right? We keep saying that, and then each week we're like, guess what new game I just got out of the 1100 that I could have played? But no, 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 no. Um, But I don't know. This might just be me talking, though. I'm kind of actually excited to see what kind of creativity kind of comes from this, from people figuring out how to continue to push forward into making games. Mm -hmm. I don't know. We might see a next new thing because companies are being forced to kind of think outside the studio, in this case, if you will. Um, So hopefully... That's not something that will halt up altogether, but we'll wait and see. I I mean, in times like this, more innovation might happen and we might see the next coolest thing. This is just my own opinion now. I have nothing to back this up. But trying times usually comes up with really amazing ideas when you have a will to keep it going.
0: And, you know, uh, maybe some of these big publishers can uh, tap some of those big indie developers who have like two or three people doing their games alone. Uh, who are and have
1: been for years yeah
0: and still able to work on their game because they don't have the covid problem they can do work individually or We've in a very small group that way yeah so maybe time for them to thrive yeah maybe you can give them a leg up because they're gonna mm-hmm. be still making their game and you're gonna need something so how about it? as
1: well right mm-hmm. And they probably got like the really great creative games anyway, which is why I usually get more drawn to indie right. in the first place. I like a good A from time to time, but man, you know, yeah. usually if I want like a good story, all that stuff all around, I go indie first. Um, and this just caught my eye as interesting, um, from a streamer's perspective. Uh, we finally kind of got some hard numbers to look at in the streaming space about how the amount of users, both streaming and viewing, have spiked since the start of lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, so, according to Stream Elements and also Arsenal.gg, uh, the live streaming grew forty-five percent between March and April 2020, which was completely obvious. If you were there, you could you, you could feel that there was just like a lot more people and. At- uh, viewers more spread out across the board mm-hmm. um, I, and this is just going off a of streamer Twitter too, where you'll start seeing people ask does this number seem lower to you guys well there's millions more right now happening and, and the viewers we already talked about what like a couple of months ago about how over the last few years there might have been 50 viewers to share per streamer whereas now there's like 20 mm-hmm. so I would imagine even less so now Uh, But this doesn't mean it was spread across all streaming platforms equally, of course. So uh, Twitch did see the largest growth in terms of hours uh, with its watched hours jumping 50% between March and April and a full 101% year over year. Okay. Okay, So if we were looking at that from between last year and now, um, it is up 1.645 billion hours watched per month. So that tells you we've been all trying to find something to watch and do that's new at home. Um, And a lot of that could be pointed to the fact also that Valorant had those Twitch drops. So I'm Mm -hmm. trying to be fair in that, too. Um, So the only way that you could snag the beta key was through watching Twitch streamers, which was enabled if you connected your account with uh, Twitch, which, by the way, drove a full 334 million hours watched in April. Okay. Okay. Valorant so which was the that was bigger than League of Legends and Fortnite in that month so that mm-hmm. ought to that ought to tell you where Valorant took over there for a little bit yeah and of course just chatting which is a category on Twitch has seen the largest growth um as of late with 134 million hours watched like as a category on its own uh but the biggest influx influx of all was musicians okay. uh the music and arts category saw its hours quadruple which is thought to be because like a lot of concert dates that were canceled too. I noticed that a lot of acts were trying to join the site to kind of lessen the blow of them having to cancel things. And I did see that a lot of them were taking to Twitch to try to do live performances that Mm -hmm. way as well. And then we've seen a lot of celebrities step up with like the stay home and and try to do entertaining things on YouTube and stuff to, to hopefully reward you for staying at at home. Oh Um, yeah.
0: I just wanted to bring this up before I forget, because you mentioned this. Did you happen to see just casually before I bring it up because you're going to find it immediately when I mm-hmm. bring it up to you if you haven't seen it already. Uh, something about Keith Urban doing a, a special concert for COVID.
1: I, I actually have it. Okay. I don't listen to country music or really uh, run in that circle. I, I, mean, so I wouldn't No, no, know, no. Yeah.
0: I don't either. But this is why yeah. I spotted it. Google this. You're, you're going to see it on Variety Magazine, Hollywood Reporter, whatever. Guess where he held it?
1: I don't know. Right down the road from
0: my house. At the drive-in, right down the road from my house. They had mentioned on their Facebook page that they were closing for a special event and didn't say what it was. I read that and I was like, okay, you know, just it's your own personal business, whatever. And then now there's a variety uh, piece about his special concert for the men and women, you know, Working the front lines and hospitals and everything, and mm-hmm. they were like, and it took place at the Stardust Drive, and I'm like, right, the house, <laughs> like a couple of miles <laughs> from my house, like literally right down the road. It takes me. Did five they have minutes. like people
1: show up at everything? Yeah, yeah. Or was people, it just using the space,
0: like certain okay. people who who I guess were nosy. Like eh, there's something going on here, there's something going, on. and they just kind of. Oh
1: yeah, looky lose. Yeah. None of us got anything better to do. Come mm-hmm. on now.
0: So I'm assuming they <laughs> let some of them in to, mm-hmm. you know, participate or whatever. But I was like, holy crap, that's awesome! You know, our yeah. little rinky dink. It's not rinky dink. Don't. I'm not trying to disparage it at all. I love the Stardust Drive. It's
1: not a spot you would think would be big enough to warrant, yeah. having someone of that caliber doing a concert. Exactly.
0: Yeah. So, but. Yeah, I mean that, that now it is a nationally recognized drive-in. How about there you that? Go. Yeah, mm-hmm. who would have
1: thought we're living a day and age drive-ins? That's right, a comeback, man. So
0: yeah, now it's it. it's not far fetched that we can grow around here. You know, Keith <laughs> right, Urban's there, been yeah, where I you live,
1: started man. it. That's right. Keith Urban planted the roots, man. Let's go. I mean, let's technically,
0: do. I planted the roots. I was here first, but I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> It'll help. You should have showed up with your tape. Yeah, like here. Help me out. Put it on the screen. You should.
0: I should. I should go down there and be like, hey, you guys Sometimes want to do a... Sometimes local
1: theaters do stuff like that. Hmm. Anyway, I know. We're digressing. But still, you should. Why not? Uh, but back uh, on the streaming end of things here. Uh, so we talked about Twitch's growth. Next up was Facebook Gaming, uh, which had a respectable 72% growth between March and April. Uh, YouTube was up 14 and Mixer was up 15%. Now, when we look at year over year, this looks a little different and almost a little bit more shocking because you would think it would look, I don't know, I'll tell you the numbers and you, we'll discuss, but YouTube was up 65%, so now I'm talking year over year. Facebook saw 238%, and Mixer was 02 I don't understand how that, like, they they grew so much in that, but then year over year, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Facebook, I know you're going, oh, my God, that's super impressive. I'm never impressed with their numbers because they do embeds. And I just don't know where those views are actually coming from since they embed things into sites. So I've never trusted Facebook numbers, to be completely honest, my own opinion, if somebody's Mm -hmm. got something to show me. Where you can prove hardcore that those viewers are literally sitting there watching you and that's what they showed up for and they're not just randomly on some site and that happens to be contributing to your numbers please let me know um but i expect these numbers of course to change drastically once shelter in place orders become relaxed and we're seeing that happen here across the country where certain states are starting to open back up um and then of course when people return to work so Maybe another surge in the fall. Another opinion, but uh, <laughs> these numbers seem to come from Facebook itself. Again, this is why I don't trust it. But so, uh, yeah. So take all of that with a grain of salt as far as Facebook numbers are concerned. If you stream on Facebook and can and show me where I'm wrong, I would welcome that info because as far as I can tell, I, I know I just don't trust those numbers when you when you allow stuff like that and you see other platforms not allowing embeds for that same reason now. Uh, but that's all the COVID news I had. And I just chunked that in there because that was where the growth was seen was mostly between March and April. And then we expect that to change, of course, like I said, once people go back to work because a lot of people were using it as a hobby while they were stuck at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on the regular news. Uh, we had more Game Fest stuff. Looks like we might be getting this a couple times a week now throughout the summer. Uh, we had the first look at the Unreal 5 engine. Um, and something that was actually played kind of on the PS5. But keep in mind, Epic built this specifically to show off so it's not a real game right um, but they built this quote-unquote game so that they could show off what it would look like and and, and what it could do um, but the biggest highlights to take away for me it looked like epic showed off that tech demo which they called lumen in the land of nanite introducing us to what they can will look like on playstation 5 using film quality assets with hundreds of millions of polygons and can actually already run on today's hardware And then they were talking about the new Dynamic GI solution, which was called Lumen. Um, Obviously, the lighting and everything looked great. Um, This is one of those things that's hard for me to get insanely excited about because I know I'm just running off of a regular HD monitor. I probably don't even have my color set up to its max performance. So um, when I'm watching it on YouTube, don't get me wrong, it looks fantastic. I just don't know if I'm myself receiving the full scope of what it could look like sure. because I'm limited to what I'm watching it on. Uh, but developers seemed ecstatic. Almost every developer I follow on Twitter, even in my Discords, things like that, seems like they really appealed to them on making these worlds easier to build Yeah, as well. So um, I'm going to take that as a win if developers are extremely excited about this and I thought it looked great. I think we're going to see some really cool things. It looks like Epic and uh, Sony have been working kind of close together to to do this, so mm-hmm. we'll see what comes out of that. Um, uh, and then, of course, mentioned within there, Fortnite will migrate, you know, to Unreal Five in in mid twenty twenty one. Supposed to be a launch day title with the PlayStation as well. Um, so they'll make sure you can you can play on your PlayStation Five from day one. Um, and then within that, we also saw some screenshots for the Mafia Definitive Edition, which is promising a faithfully recreated with expanded story, gameplay, and original score. Now, I don't know if you watched this or even played the Mafia games, because mm-hmm. like the first one was, God, 2004, maybe? I don't know. It's been a while. Right. Um, but that was the biggest... Biggest one, obviously, that I could tell looks like another recreation, rebuilding from the ground up. Looks fantastic, especially if you do a side-by-side, because we're talking how long ago the original Mafia came out. So the graphics were limited for what it had. Holy crap, it looks great. And I think one and two, obviously, is going to benefit the most. I can't see why they would upgrade three, because that didn't come out even that long ago. So it already looked really good. There's nothing to upgrade, but we'll see. Um, and it already went up on the Microsoft store. Not sure if that was a mistake or not to be able mm-hmm. to buy the definitive edition, but the shots look really good. Um, I don't know if that alludes that it's getting a full remake, but I think it looks, it had to have been built from the ground up when I'm watching the side-by-side trailers and everything. Uh, May 19th. Apparently we'll see more about that. Um, okay. So that's probably going to be in more depth on whatever game fest is going on that day. Um, and they're saying uh, all of it will be available to purchase on August 28th. So if you were into the mafia games and want to facelift on it, I might rebuy the first one. Whoa, the I, second one I feel like looked good. I'd have mm. to see, but like I might rebuy that first one just because. Wow, it'd be like playing a brand new game.
0: Well, if I've I've never played them, like what would you compare it to? Do you do you have any like what do you do in the game? Oh, Explain it to me because it,
1: the- it, it's it's like. It's like, it's like you're it, kind of like GTA, I guess, but like with the mafia. So it, it it was, you are a character in the mafia, you're running certain schemes, there is shooting aspects to it, uh, like that. Uh, the characters I ended up was what I really fell in love with because they, they just wrote some really creative characters and the back and forth between it really immerses you into the game and has a lot of fun with it. The second one is still my favorite mm-hmm. out of them all, um, which I almost tell some people just start with 2 because I don't know if the story through line is so drastic that you you missed out on anything. I think I actually started with 2, went back and played 1 and then went to 3. So, and I didn't feel like it's I I didn't have trouble following it or anything like that cuz you got different characters that you're looking at. But
0: so, did you ever play The Godfather?
1: No probably like that though i'm curious yeah. trailers
0: I, w- I was curious if it would be because of the way you're describing it, it sounds about like that because in that you create your own character you were a kid who watched his parents get killed or whatever and then you don't
1: create your own character though ah, well like you are you are playing uh, the protagonist that they wrote for the game
0: well see now now you're starting to lose me because character creation
1: <laughs> anyway uh, but we're also talking a long time ago though, I, know, I know but like, I mean none of the mafia games let you they had the main person that you hmm. were following and that's just how it was but
0: but yeah in this game uh, you create your character then you I think Don Corleone does you a favor. He's like, yeah, I remember you, kid. You know, come work for me. You know, do do a job here and there and what whatnot. So you kind of start off light, and there, you're just like a street mm-hmm. thug or whatever, doing beating up people and hassling them and being then you get upgraded to driver and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. eventually you start taking on the other families and taking over their territories and i don't know i i I enjoyed the hell out of that game i played it so many times then i
1: I would say you should start with two if you wanted to because it kind of has that feel and then mafia 3 definitely they have the whole map broken into territories and mm -hmm. Like, as the story goes on, who you're supposed to be going after at what particular time to unlock everything. So, right. the third one, I just, like, I loved the story. I just, I didn't like how the game itself played. Mm. I feel like they upgraded the driving, like, a million times. It was so much easier to drive and stuff in the third one than any of the ones prior. But that that's about it. I really liked the character. I loved the story and the rich feel of the world and everything but it was just something about it just seemed lacking in Mafia to me I liked the game by itself as that reason but you know anyway anyway uh, let's see, last little bit of news here. Uh, CEO of Epic, Tom Sweeney, um, was swooning over the PS5's SSD. Um, and again, we've just talked about how it looks like those two, Epic and Sony, are working pretty close together here to uh, to flesh out the PS5. Uh, but I was just talking about how it's just a remarkably balanced device and how um, that even PCs are going to have a hard time being better with the SSD than what they're saying they have in the PlayStation now, which, I mean, it's a custom-made one, so that doesn't surprise me too much, but it is kind of a tall claim to make. Mm -hmm. Um, But with it being customized, like I say, not too surprised. But he's going on to say that the storage architecture of the PS5 is just far ahead anything you can buy on anything on PC for any amount of money right now, his own words. Um, And said it's going to help drive the future of PCs so the PC market as far as SSDs goes is going to see this thing ship and say oh yeah maybe maybe we need to catch up with that so um, okay. I'll be excited to see how that goes and like we said the next biggest thing we're going to notice is just like not having load times or anything like that so right right um, which is where we're going to see the most of it so hey if it's going to help improve each other again my competition is so good right there everybody can win eventually um, and then state of we had a state of play this week, just a real short one, uh, where they were showing off uh, a bigger look at ghosts of Tsushima. So we got about 20 minutes worth of a look there. Uh, Let's see, we explored more of the world that you'll be playing in. The first element they showed us was how the world can guide your own curiosity. Um, I think they were calling it the winds of change, which are your guiding wind. It was mentioned to pay attention to visual cues also that was in your environment, as these clues may lead you to hidden treasures or maybe side quests in the game. Uh, They mentioned things like birds or smoke tracks, fires. All of these things could be hints to more content Hmm. in store for you. Um, And we did see a little combat uh that with the they had like a standoff situation that they set up for us to look and it looks like um kind of to me reminded me a little bit of like the Arkham Knight kind of combat where it seemed like it was really based on like timing and probably specials that you're probably learning how to parry and things of that nature Did it didn't look souly to me mm-hmm. which is what i think for some reason i was expecting but again i hadn't seen a whole lot of the game yet um, but yeah, the, those examples where he was parrying with the smaller villagers, deflex, things like that, which I'm more on board with. That would be more of a fighting style game that I enjoy. Right. Um, and then they also showed us the other stance, which playing as the ghost, which seemed to be more of a stealth based situation um, instead of going in and trying to time it and clear out the whole village. Um, they do have some customization too it seems like most games in its type the gear you choose can give you an edge if you choose wisely to which ones to use in certain situations Um, and you can also change the color of your armor by finding these little flowers throughout the game so if you really want to get customization in there and you want to be in purple or something you know go picking flowers Mm -hmm. um and then we saw the photo mode um I don't really know what more to say about that. I think we're all familiar with photo mode. So if you're the type that likes to do that when you're playing games, it looks crisp and clean. Um, the cinematic mode was pretty pretty cool looking. It has some filters on there that you can play with, like a black and white mode if you want to give more of an homage to the older, uh, you know, uh, ga- uh, movies is what they were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can create your own favorite samurai movie if you want to just do it that way with the filter on. It, it gave it a nice little grainy kind of feel to it. Um, and then outside of that, July seventeenth is what they announced is supposed to be the release date, so you'll get it in your hands fairly soon. I enjoyed this state of play, even though it's a game that's probably not necessarily geared for me. But I liked that we got to actually see a little bit of gameplay. Yeah, uh, I would absolutely. imagine those combat scenes has to be like what it's going to look like in the game.
0: And it's not that far off, is it? It was didn't they say July or June?
1: Yeah, so only a couple months. Yeah, yeah. July seventeenth. July seventeenth. Unless I wrote down, yeah. Uh, let's see. Riot finally looks like they're getting around to banning some cheaters.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so Riot has already banned supposedly thousands of cheaters, as they say on their new game, Valorant. Um, Philip Koskinus, I don't know if I said that right, who's the person responsible for creating the software that to help Riot Games catch cheaters, um, he has stated that they've already banned over 8,800 cheaters worldwide seems small but i uh for worldwide um but I haven't seen a report on what the percentage is of the entire player base too so mm-hmm. uh, so I don't know how impressed I'm supposed to be there um but I think it's funny that they need to put out like hey no we're doing that like you we shouldn't yeah you're should mm-hmm. <laughs> the more I keep reading about this and with Valorant and Rise just like the toxicity level, I don't understand what it is, man, but it gravitates towards there, it seems. Um, Alan Wake celebrated its 10-year anniversary this week, which was weird because as we were talking about it last week, yeah. it didn't even click with me that it was you know the 10-year anniversary coming up. Um, but oddly enough, so we found this out after the fact. They did a week of streams featuring specific streamers um, playing the game which was on their own channel. So they just kind of advertised who would be playing Alan Wake on what day. Um, but then on Thursday, May 14th, Remedy themselves did a live stream with the uh, the actor, well, Sam Lake, who is the writer, um, and then the two actors that created Alan Wake. So, uh Ilka was the actual likeness that you saw in the game and then Matthew was the voice. Um, It was interesting. If you want to go back and watch the VOD, it was kind of interesting to listen to like the whole reasoning as to why they decided to go with even two different actors Mm -hmm. for Alan instead of just, you know, the same guy because I mean, he seemed like he could do it. He's an actor. He's done plenty of other things. So <laughs> it was just like interesting to hear the breakdown of why they why they thought. I'm not sure. I still completely understand but they were making a lot of hints to like remember it was so long ago. It took five years to make and all this kind of stuff but that was fun for me and especially after I got done talking about how I was in love with Matthew Prada back in my day and then to see him live on stream. It was kind of made my day. I was like oh look yeah. he's doing well. Looks good. Keeping himself busy. Good good good. Um we also had Twitch announced a new Twitch Safety Advisory Council last week. Ooh. Uh, some of the points hit were drafting new policies and updates, developing products and features to improve the safety and moderation, uh, promoting healthy, sh- healthy streaming and work-life balance habits, protecting marginalized groups' interests, and identifying and emerging trends that could impact the experience for people on Twitch overall. Co-Carnage was one of the people brought on board, which actually made me very happy to see. He's a very, very uplifting, inspira- inspirational gentleman who's been on Twitch for a very, very long time. Curates a very, very lovely community. So that makes me very happy to see that he's on board because I, I trust that he's always going to try to put it in the, in the right direction. You notice sometimes he'll tweet at them and then they're... Mm -hmm. Like they're they're paying attention. So I like that. Um, Let's see. We also had a professor in the School of Criminology and Criminal Justice at the Florida Atlantic University join it. Dr. Hindujas. Please don't. I don't know if I said that right. But that person who I'm sure is lovely. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Also, this person is also co-director of the Cyber Bullying Research Center. Uh, Then T.L. Taylor, who's a comparative media studies at MIT. Um, so it looks like they cup a noodle, which is another Twitch streamer, ferociously stuff in Zazzaron, which I admit I don't know those people. Um, but hey, looks like they're trying to take some steps to improve things moving forward. I kind of liked what I saw as far as the, the group of people that they brought together mm-hmm. and nice variety of voices to listen to. So... Let us know. How do you think they'll fare with this? Do you think uh, Twitch has finally taken the proper steps overall to improve viewer streamer experience? Um, do those names make you feel better? I don't know. And let's see. Last bit of news I've got. Epic Game Store put out GTA 5 Premium Edition this week for free through May 21st, which literally broke their website. It literally broke it. Mm-hmm. It literally broke it. <laughs> like you couldn't even get on. And if you did, it was met with an error message, but it cycled through different languages for me. So it was interesting to see error in like German or Chinese <laughs> or whatever came okay, well, am like, oh, is that what error means in that? Cool. Uh, but it did come back up and it did have some fun goodies that they're in store for first time players that seemed to confuse some people. So this is the only reason why I'm putting this up here, because it sounds like some people didn't read the final print so it did come with this caveat one of the perks of this edition was that you got a million dollars to spend in GTA online but you won't see that million as soon as you log in for the first time okay okay so Epic did say to wait or should expect to wait seven to ten days after logging in for the first time for it to show up I don't know why They did it this way. Maybe they wanted you to be able to play the game without just having a million dollars right away, learn how to do this. I have no idea why, but they put it in there. You should see it in a week. Um, Other goodies did include all existing gameplay upgrades and content, including the Doomsday Heist, Gun Running, Smuggler's Run, the Biker's Run, and more, Um, and the Criminal Enterprises Starter Pack that has gear and stuff in it worth like 10 mil. So if you were buying it otherwise, that's how much it would have been worth inside the game. So um, yeah, it's funny that it broke the site. I thought all y'all hated Epic. Just saying. Yeah. Mhm. Mhm. Anyway, so you could snag it up through uh, the May twenty first. It'll be free on the Epic Store, and you get all that. And then just keep in mind that one million should show up about seven to ten days after the first time you log in. Okay. Now we have some quickets, just some little ones. Okay. Uh, Halo Two is coming to Steam which is part of the Master Chief collection. So mm-hmm. if you were waiting for that. There you go. Mm-hmm. Good job. I'm happy for you. <laughs> uh, let's see. Bethesda laid out a new roadmap for Fallout 76, moved into a more seasonal model, it looks like. So according to the article, it's a new meta progression over the existing level grind, which will be a boon to existing players who have run out of goals to work towards. So I just thought you lost your goals and had to start over, but whatever. So you can yeah. check out the other details on the site. Um, I thought that's what kept it interesting. You get to start over every time we update. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyway, uh, Paper Mario game was announced. Yeah. And that. due to release on July 17th, the art actually looked pretty dope. Mm-hmm. It was like really cool looking.
0: I've always been impressed with how they try to find a way to do something different with the Paper Mario yeah. series. Because when they first did it, okay, it was Paper Mario. And you're like, okay, cool. You know, you're, you're playing around with that idea. But at that point, you can't just do sequels. Of the same thing, what mm. new mechanic can you bring to Paper Mario to make it unique? Because I think yeah, the last one was Super Paper Mario, I think. Which I'm not gonna the, remember what order. Yeah, it was on the Wii that sounds very or funny. the Wii U. I, I'll say the Wii because I'm almost positive okay. it was a Wii game. And its purpose, where you had to flip your perspective. So instead Mm -hmm. of just being the 2D, you could turn your perspective and get a 3D model of the situation of your your surroundings. And then it changed the dynamic of what you're playing. So again, a a unique way of doing it. Now with this, you have origami. And that puts in yet another weird, strange, unique play style, Mm -hmm. I guess, of, of how you're approaching this. So I'm interested to see. How they go because I've always yeah. felt it was a very fun uh, series. It's just a cute little concept. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I never played any, but it did look adorable. Yeah. So, GG. If I had a Switch, I'd probably get it. Mm <laughs> Uh, But let's see. Tony Hawk game was officially announced. Pro Skater 1 and 2 is getting a remaster, reboot, remake, whatever we're calling it these days. Um, It is due out September 4th, 2020 for PC, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One. So I know a bunch of people who are uh, excited about that. Like, it was a big deal game back in the day. So I do remember people being pretty hype about that. I feel like I played them, but like... I never Yeah, I played them. Um, Let's see. The Last of Us 2 digitally bought we now know for a fact we'll have a hundred gigabyte download size so start clearing it up now people unless you bought the disc which i can't you're still gonna have a lot on there but (laughs) and it may be delayed that's gonna be a lot uh and eh, eh, i don't know if it will now but Mm -hmm. i mean i'm just gonna assume everything is until it comes out Mm -hmm. uh we did have another leak this week revealing that beyond two souls might be coming to steam which would be weird because this is a rumor, but you can still get it through Epic if you want it on PC right now. I thought that they were going to be exclusive only to that. So I'm curious myself to see how this rumor fleshes itself out since, you know, everybody hates Epic. Oh yeah. Um, and then the last little quick hit I have, Titanfall 3 apparently is just not happening. Uh, Respawn put out a statement and said, you can see little bits of stuff of it coming back through like the lore and Apex Legends and things like that. But at some point, I would like to personally see some kind of resurrection there, they say. Um, they'll see if they can make that happen. Um, so I know that there was some people and murmurings going on that people were really hoping there was another one coming out. It looks like they're going to be focusing on, like, the Star Wars and all that kind of stuff. And then just to say, happy 10-year anniversary, Respawn. Because while I was reading that, apparently they celebrated that this week for themselves. So Good for them. And that's all of my quickets. I do have a truth of trash for you, though. Okay. Oh, I always forget to open up my Truth or Trash tally. I wonder how many I've forgotten to keep track now because I forget to open this up right away (laughs) and keep track. But for this one, EA has outlined their game lineup until the end of the year, or the fiscal year, Mm -hmm. which is through March 2021, uh, which came with a lot of unannounced titles. But one of those announcements will be the Mass Effect Trilogy Remastered
0: true because they've got nothing else on the horizon and they're gonna need i mean i'm probably with
1: you it's
0: just my opinion
1: no i think that sounds good i would be hoping you know how i always am though i'm like can we just like new ips but it is what it is Uh, (laughs) um And we had some weird news that I was actually going to toss over to Stephen to explain this one to me because it sounded like a lot more people were in the know in the background of this situation that I was not privy to at all, so I didn't want to make it sound like I knew all of the Hubbaloo. Okay. So today's weird news is brought to you by Stephen. Stephen, <laughs> it's the choice you
0: made. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so I'm, um, I'm assuming we're talking about the culling. The Culling, uh, the, yes. the Culling is coming back. Uh, but in a very weird way. Now, The Culling was never a big hit. In fact, The Culling 2, when it came out, no one played it. And when I mean nobody played it, I mean you could go on a match and there was, there was never anyone there playing it, mm-hmm. ever. Oh, good. So okay. you would be l- like – I think Jim Sterling mentioned that he was like the top – Player of the Calling too, because he wasn't playing anyone; he was just winning by default. So he became the number one player <laughs> because that's what happens when you play alone. Yeah. So mm-hmm. anyway, the culling is coming back, but here's the catch, okay? Because it's kind of like this battle royale kind of thing that they're doing, you know, because it's popular. But you buy the game. And I can't remember they've got a new, it's not remastered, but something to that effect, like reloaded or yeah. some bullshit. Mm-hmm. You buy the game for five ninety nine, okay? Then you play a match. Um. Once you're done, if you didn't win, you're gonna have to pay to play again. Ugh. Okay. Ew. Because if you win, you get a token which will therefore allow you to play again. If you lose you got to wait until tomorrow to play again. Okay, that's the business model. This pay to play. So
1: 6 bucks.
0: 6 bucks to to buy it. So then it's yours but then you have to pay again if you want to play play more than one match if you didn't win.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's
0: you have to buy a token to to play again that day. Now um. Gets yeah. even weirder. They also offer you packages, you know, loot items, if you will, of tokens that you can buy, so you can continue to play uh, in diff- several packages. So one ninety nine for a token, or five ninety nine for ten. Or, and I'm probably getting a lot of these wrong, but it's it's that kind of
1: as an example. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's
0: that kind of thing. So you get packages get or or which you know this seems to be the the better option but again is it though cuz you already paid for the game uh 7.99 hypothetically for a a week long pass oh so then you can God. pay you can you pay the 5.99 then you pay an extra 7.99 to just play it for the entire week or 19.99 for a 30 day pass so you got the entire month you can play it. So you see the problem here, How people. How are they
1: thinking this is gonna work?
0: That some people like, are just gonna be so excited to play the calling again that they're just gonna throw money at them.
1: Wow. I feel like that's taking trying to really take advantage of a, a just well, anybody, regardless. But like now, even though it seems weirder that you would come out with a plan like that when so many people are actually doing sales and trying to give away their mm-hmm. games for free because they know, you know, 30 million people or more not working. And then you're like, but how about you spend more for a game? What would it be like if you spent ridiculous amounts of money on a game? Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. But but uh-huh. The, the worst part about this is is you're already paying for the game just to not be able to play the game. Or at least more than once.
1: Weirdest, dumbest model I've ever heard in my
0: life. Yeah, so this should be one of those you free to download, you play it once. That's where that model comes into play, okay? Right. Where all this comes into play because you're not paying anything up front. So then if you want to continue to play, that's where you shell out the money, the pay to play. But you already paid. So you paid to play, then you have to pay to play again. I bought the game, at least according to you.
1: right. No 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 no. Yeah, yeah that's dumb.
0: I, I really I hope this company, you, um, <laughs> this company needs to go under because they're they're garbage human beings.
1: Maybe they are, and that's why they're like throwing this hail mary at anybody who will toss them some money. Because I just can't imagine why anybody would sit down and think that that was a good business plan for like anything. No, yeah, I can't even imagine a situation where. But the worst part, like I buy a thing and I have to keep buying that mm-hmm. thing.
0: And the worst part about it is, is if this actually works. You know, bigger companies, EA.
1: (laughs) I was gonna say EA for sure.
0: (laughs) They will look at that surprise thing or whatever. They will look at that and be like, "Holy shit! Why didn't we think of that? Let's do that." Clearly, people are that stupid. I mean, they clearly do it already with you know, but they could find another way to really, really hammer that home and be like, "Okay, look." Mm-hmm. So, we've got our Madden games, right? Or whatever sports game they've got. You're going to pay 60 That'll bucks say. for that. But, you can only play one match a day like they do in the real leagues. Okay?
1: It's immersive.
0: But if you want to time travel, if you want to go to the next day, if you want to go to the next match, then you're going to have to pay somebody to get there. Or you're yeah. just going to have to wait. It's
1: like you would have to pay the players.
0: There you go. Do you want? Do you want this this player on your team because he's a pretty popular player? Now, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to shell out twenty dollars to have him on your team for the season, mind you, okay? Because you're going to have to pay mm -hmm. that. You're gonna. This is this is immersion. Full immersion.
1: Full on. Yes. Well, there you go. I hope that doesn't catch on, and people, please don't do that. No. So it doesn't catch on. Please don't. We'll be hurting all of us. Um, all right. Well, that is weird. Um, I do have an... I'd buy that for a dollar.
0: Oh, what do we got?
1: Ah, I'm going to kind of try to sell you on more of an experience here, okay. if you will. All right? So a little different I'd buy that for a dollar this time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to sell you on a workout experience. Okay. You can do this at home with the Oculus Quest. But let's just say you're VR, but the the, the Quest, so you've got that, you're set up. So we're going to live in a world where you own one, whether you've got a Quest or not. And we're going to use our imagination. So... In today's day and age of having to stay at home, or you should be, laws vary from country to country, Uh, but exercise is something we all need to keep up with, especially in this time, right? You got to stay healthy and active while you're in quarantine. So what if I could bring to you personal trainers and programs built for your activity level and play a game while you're doing it? So what I'm bringing to you today is Supernatural which has been described as Beat Saber meets Peloton. You do use motion controls to bash blocks, which are coming towards you in time. They actually look like little raindrop baggy things, Mm -hmm. not like blocks, but they say blocks, but okay. But coming towards you in time to the music that's being played. But this program uses the curated workouts, choreographed patterns, and human instructors who are with you all the way. Be in your hype person, man. They're keeping you motivated. But this time, you're in a photorealistic setting, which is more calming, Mm -hmm. right? You know, the company has apparently been around since the early days of VR, so they really know what they're doing and they believe in this ambitious project that they're doing here. So each workout is calibrated to give you an entire body workout and can be fairly intense to master. So it also says you will never fail a song. Never. Because Supernatural dynamically adjusts track difficulty to your performance and you can keep things going no matter how well or not you're doing. And of course, the instructors, which is the biggest thing, right? That's the the, the biggest reason why you're buying this product, right? Every day you can work out with one instructor who puts together a playlist of songs and starts and ends with a pre-recorded 3D video of the coach talking you through it with some commentary through the songs. It has a fitness tracker, leaderboards, a heart rate monitor, and so much more. Steven, what would you pay for this one of a kind at home workout VR experience? Hmm.
0: So there's an experience here. Mm-hmm. Am I, am I paying for hardware? Did I?
1: Oh, I'm just assuming you have. The, okay, the so, VR so I already have already to run it on.
0: I already yeah, have we're the just
1: selling you on this program here.
0: Hmm. I mean, it seems like you could probably probably get this. At an affordable rate. Um, affordable in the sense that you know you're not going to be paying a lot, but you're not going to be getting it cheap either. I wouldn't imagine. Right. So, what about thirty nine ninety nine?
1: Thirty nine ninety nine. I think that's fair. Well, that is very fair, mm-hmm. and I will tell you. That will pay for two months for you to have this. Two months? So what we've got here is a -a one-of-a-kind experience that I can give to you for $19 a month or $228 for a year.
0: So I'm not even buying the game. I'm renting the game.
1: Basically. I think you're just constantly paying these instructors to keep making pre-recorded three-minute videos for you. (laughs) That's garbage. Uh, The experience did look super cool, and I was hoping maybe the Peloton might, you know, not – well, us poor people aren't really familiar with Peloton unless we've all seen the commercial, and then we all got outraged by it, Mm -hmm. you know, like how you're supposed to do online because, you know, the chick was all happy she was getting fit because her husband bought her a Peloton, and then we all got mad about it, you know? So. But it did look nice, like the, the 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 surroundings they gave you was very calming. They had like yoga stuff in there you could do, and then the workouts definitely made you look like you were dancing and moving around. And um, hey, there you go. Hey. So if you've got enough money to to have the quest, shell out another two hundred fifty bucks and work out for a year, because we'll probably sell me home. <laughs> uh- <Damn. laughs> But anyway, let's play Name That Game! Woo! And stop. All right. They weren't as good this week. Okay. Well, I just keep refreshing the new stuff because PC will always give me 40 new things to look at every day. Uh, but your first game once upon a time the notorious pig brothers gang invaded the new world blasting and disfiguring nature to build their secret base portrayed as evil by the media who have been bought and paid for by the pig brothers the wolf is the last line of defense between nature and the brothers pig greed With no one to stop them, the Pig Brothers are laying waste to everything in their path, raking in cash. Everyone thinks that Wolf is dead, but there's hope. Sliver hope. It turns out, the Wolf has upgraded his body with high-end prosthetic arms loaded with all sorts of weaponry, including shotgun and bombs. Nature has its defender. Will the Pig Brothers pay the ultimate price? Is this game A, Wolf and Pig, B, pig brothers to the rescue. C, bacon on alert. Or D, blow your house down.
0: I mean, I feel like D should be the answer because it's that whole three little pigs wolf thing. Mm-hmm. But going with a the theme, I don't feel like they were that clever. So I'm just going to say wolf and pig, A.
1: He says Wolf and Pig, and the answer is A, Wolf See? and Pig. See? You're right. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. <laughs> you got my
0: thinking Yay. cap on today.
1: <laughs> I'm on to you now, Lee. <clears throat> I know. I never know how to screw them up. I just find games I like and go, oh, I can make this one fun, just even if it makes me laugh. But again,
0: blow Your House, that, that would have that, – you you're setting it all up they said in there it's all the three little mm-hmm. pigs and the wolf thing and they're just like and pig it's what's <laughs> in there
1: <laughs> it does it does sometimes where i'm just like it took me two seconds to sit down and <laughs> like, who, who's over there uh anyway we got uh we got another game to make fun of here for you no uh so your second game This is a story where you do something more terrifying than entering a haunted house. More dangerous than assaulting an alien horde and more important than ruling a fantasy kingdom. You and you alone must turn your newborn baby into a functioning adult. Will you be a tiger mom or a helicopter dad? Can you raise a child through 18 years of humor and heartache with nothing on your side except a little patience and a lot of love? It's a fun and unique experience for potential parents of all ages. This is a lighthearted, 189,000-word interactive slice-of-life novel where your choices control the story entirely text-based without graphics or sound effects to distract you and fueled by the vast unstoppable power of your imagination, which you would have to if you're reading everything. Mm. So they have over 60 scenes designed for you to both major and minor in your digital offspring's life. You can overcome potty training and bullies and the dreaded driving test. You live the wild emotional roller coaster of raising a child as you go from birth to high school graduation. Be the main role model in their life as every little thing you do can have consequences and reverberate through their young formative years. You have to maintain those relationships with your friends and family too, or you're gonna burn bridges to spare you and your little one further heartache. Watch your child grow and change of the choices you make. There's numerous endings, so it's up to you. Is this game? A, did I raise that? B, small people like you? C, parenting simulator? D, baby got raised. <laughs> baby got raised. Uh,
0: parent simulator seems like the obvious choice. Because I feel like everything else is just a tad too clever. What was B again?
1: Small people like you. B going to go with B, small people like you. And the answer is C, parenting God simulator. Damn it.
0: <laughs> I was right.
1: Uh, I was not too. <laughs> God damn I was trying to give them credit, damn you. We tried. I still like that, baby. I just sang that in my head the mm-hmm. whole time. I don't know why little things amuse me like that. But your last game. It's
0: <laughs> a game about parents and it's a simulator. <laughs>
1: And it's just tech space. So, like, I'm...
0: <laughs> there ain't nothing more to <laughs> it than now. that. You just type I mean, in, I'll i made a baby.
1: Gotta learn how to raise a baby, maybe. And get this on the fly. I think mean, it was, like, 69 cents. That was my benoptist with hmm. my hands. All right. Your next game. And final game. In Calamityville, every day matters. Every day comes with a new disaster. And someone, you... Hmm. Has got to clean it up. Rain, sleet, or spaghetti sauce. This is a 2D pixel art game about cleaning windows. <laughs> Nuclear meltdowns, giant squid attacks, and aerial assaults from a flying spaghetti monster has left this city in need of a deep cleaning, and you're here to do it. You follow the game's protagonist in their daily work life, attempting to fulfill customer requests to wipe buildings clean. It'll take a swift, precise movements to finish your jobs before dark. Before the next disaster strikes, is this game A, glide to the left, B, squeegee the squishy, C, window washer cleanup, or D, wishy washy? You're literally cleaning windows. I'm sorry. <sighs> That's
0: all this game is is just washing windows, but with chaos that ensued.
1: Yeah, with like odd things happening and flying at the screen on your window.
0: D wishy washy.
1: And the answer is D wishy washy. If I'd have just stuck to my guns
0: with the parent simulator, damn it.
1: Yep, what about a clean sweep? clean sweep. I gotta add the simulator and other games now just to keep throwing you off. You see, I gotta mm. find that one thing that keeps working for me. Although, two out of three, hey, Yay. it's better than my average on most days. So, you've done two out of three. I got a clean sweep once, mm. I think, just once. You might have only did two games that day. I don't care, I'm gonna hold on to it. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> but we'll see. I don't remember that much now. But today, for the headliner, we're going to do something a little different. We're going to experiment with something here and see what you guys like, which I'm calling Versus. <laughs> Sounds really cool in my head. So we're basically going to play a game. Hmm. I have picked a topic that gamers have debated about. And I'm going to flip a coin, of course, because what's going to happen is Steven and I are going to take the opposite side Mm -hmm. of this topic. And we're both going to, through all of our research that I'm sure we've both done on this topic that I've just randomly picked, um, and try to convince you at home that we're the correct side to take on this this topic. And I'm hoping you'll let us know who won at the end. This isn't like some fight or huge debate. We're going to scream at each other. But we're going to debate the sides of it, and then hopefully Convince you at home that whoever gets what side is the correct one. So I have a coin here that I know nobody at home can see, but I'm showing to Steven mm-hmm. so he knows I'm being. So the topic today are esports, real sports. Oh, okay. So for Steven, I'm going to assign heads that you are for esports, okay. tails you are not. So let's see if I can do this and actually catch it so you can see I'm not being. Okay, so I got it like this. So heads looks like it was facing you. So you are for esports.
0: Okay. <laughs> and
1: I am going to say esports is not a real sport. All right. All right. So to start off with here, do you really have to work out? and be in physical top peak performance to do an e-sport. Let's Let's be real here. These people train, and they're at their top physical peak conditions. They can run faster. It's taught them how to look and be a bigger, stronger individual. And, I mean, people go and sit in large stadiums to go see these top peak performance people doing amazing things that they can't do. Mm-hmm. So... I, I would think already right there, just the physical attributes would make them way more king than any e
0: I mean, I can see where you're coming from. Okay. But as you said before, training is involved. Training, mm-hmm. not just for physical peak performance, but skill level, skill level. Okay, you can get in the best shape of your life and have no skills whatsoever. Gamers, on the other hand, have to have very different skills. They have to have great hand-eye coordination. They have to have good reaction times. They have to uh, think on their toes. They have to be quick, witted, and everything. This is more of mental training of what they have to do. I mean, obviously, reaction time kind of goes into that. So, they might not be physical specimens, mind you, but mentally reactionary, they have to be in tip-top shape. They can't let their skill wane in any way because if they do, they're going to slip. They're going to screw up just like any sports player who's not at the top of their game. You cannot perform the best. You cannot be the best. You cannot play the best just like a sports player. So it's a different type of training, but training nonetheless. It's a
1: skill. I, I will agree with you on skill. But still, just the the peak acumen that you need to be to be able to run down the length of a football field or to actually gauge the strength to throw said football to any of your players on the team or even to physically make contact with that baseball with the bat, I think, takes way more time, dedication. They're training all year long. They have to. They... Do esporters have to watch what they eat? Do they have to cut a certain weight? Um, do, uh, do they have to travel all over the world to be able to perform this in front of other people? I, I mean, I'm just thinking that if you were trying to look up to somebody, that it would be someone who's physically been training for this mentally in their life the whole time. I mean, sports have been around much longer. True. We could go back Olympics from way before TVs or anything was a thing. And they trained to be in the top condition. And people come from all over and pay $50 for a pay-per-view event for some of these things. Talk, think about it. Fighters. I mean, you're not wrong. They have to train in a whole other way. Mm-hmm. No, I-, I don't know too many people going to a sports bar paying a $20 cover to watch eSports.
0: And, and you're absolutely right about that. I give that to you. But we still go back to the skill level. We, we have to focus in on that. Now, sports is, it, it, we are tapping into different things that possibly they are not tapping into in football and baseball. There is a innate amount of skill involved to catch a ball, to run with it. That's physical. We're talking mental. Okay, that's why we're calling them esports. Now, if I were to look up, if I, if I were to try and make that argument, what is sport? What is define sport? I would be shut down immediately because athletic activity requiring skill, uh, it's mm-hmm. esports is not you know athletic. Not athletic, physical prowess, not necessary competitive. That is you know the nature of sports, but uh, typically out of doors. Not necessarily in esports, but that's why we're calling esports. We're not classifying this as a sport, but an e-sport. Okay, easy sport. <laughs> if if I wanted to be like a very silly, stupid person, I could be like e stands for intellectual, but it's not. Okay. Electronic sports. So again, it's it's not sports in the general sense. It's esports, and and it requires education. <laughs> uh, it requires e, but no uh, skill skill levels. That's what we're talking about. Mental capabilities yes. for that. I understand. I mean. The, you know what, Ninja? He's he's not in the worst shape of his life, you know? So, I mean, maybe that helps. We don't know mm. when the top eSports player happens to be uh, a 500-pound bedridden individual who eats Doritos and drinks Mountain Dew all day. If that guy can be the top dog, then, uh, you know, I'll have to shut that argument down that physical yeah, prowess.
1: but that's where I would have to argue with you. Why would it? I mean... You can't be that individual and still perform these physical sports that require all of this kind of training. And I would say physical sports require a lot of mental as well because they're constantly looking at the field, thinking of the plays, right? We're talking about they one man. have to tell to their other teammates to try to maybe trick the other side. Like, I don't know football names or baseball names for plays and stuff, but I'm sure they're doing that. You see the catcher like – Making numbers for how they want it to be pitched because they've probably got a little information on how the batter is going to go next and I would say all of that is happening at the same time while maintaining a top physical condition and I don't know again people gather from all over to watch this stuff I mean I could watch esports for free
0: you say that. I know you
1: can say that with football and things you like can. that too, mm-hmm. but when you're starting to get to the higher peak performance ones like wrestling or fighting, MMA, things like that, you got to pay top dollar to see that stuff because again, those people are training at a whole other level.
0: Well, you can't really necessarily watch certain eSports events uh, for free. I mean, you can watch a lot. You can watch eSports on Twitch. You can do all that. But then you have these big competitions and everything that go on. So, I mean, you could make that same argument. Furthermore, you want to talk about... Uh, uh sports players and their 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 strategies and everything what kind of strategy do you think that one man takes to decide uh this is the pitch i want and okay so i'm going to throw the ball a certain way now granted that probably takes skill to know how to throw a ball a certain way mm-hmm. but uh one man on the field of a football uh stadium yard thing he's called i don't remember <laughs> what they're called. I don't know why football field, field a field. I don't know why I I just I blanked out on field. Anyway, <laughs> you've got one man coming up with those plays. Now, granted, you have all these other people who have to enact the play, but also keep in mind all the brain damage that they're having to go through, and they're still going through it. Boxing uh, doesn't require much more skill than getting punched in the face, and then how much brain damage do they have? A lot. But they continue to play. So there goes the intellectual skill out of that. Mind you, when these people are playing Fortnite and Call of Duty and racing and all that other stuff, they have to plan ahead. They have to strategize where they're going to be, where the other players are going to be. There's a war going on. There's a map of hundreds of people. Is that not people.
1: the same as them having to go to field practice every day and having to do that and maintain it? But this One is would say. But
0: this is more strategic. And what's going on? You're not just getting punched in the face. You're not just slamming into other guys. You're having to figure out hey, there's some guy over there with a sniper rifle. There's a guy over there. He's waiting on me. They planted a bomb. I got to go around. Where am I going to go around? I've got to look at the map. I've got to go strategically over here and I've got to sneak around over that way. And maybe this guy will help me out and I got to get him on my team. And then we throw this over here and we do that over there. And we get there's a whole lot more going on intellectually, skill level, planning, plotting that you can't do on a football field.
1: No, you can't. You would, I would say, you could do that right away in the football field. Again, with all of the practice and stuff that you're doing with the different types of plays that they do, and I'm sure there's collaboration on new ways to do these plays, which would make it more impossible for the opposing team to score on you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're actually running these things over and over and over again, so when they're on these fields. I would say, you're looking at the bomb? Well, I'm looking at the guy who's running over here. But I'm also paying attention to you know the, the main person who's supposed to be calling the plays. And I'm also shutting out an entire stadium of people who are there to probably try to distract me. So I would argue that the mental acuity and the physical peak of it all actually makes this a much more difficult task because they're being asked to do all of it. Whereas, what, an esports person is given a controller and has to think. So when you're having to think, run, catch, try to do the play ahead of time, and actually still score, I would argue that's what people are there to see from a real sport.
0: Okay. So when you're playing... uh We're
1: also paying top dollar for our players as well because we know having those people in their top physical condition is what's really going to make their team shine and also is what brings over the fans.
0: So you don't think that in a game where there is um, stress, anxiety, the fear of death, that you don't get rattled? But not real death. To, but,
1: Football players can fear real death. Just saying. And they, they can hit just wrong, snap their neck, die. Sure,
0: but I mean these these gamers who are playing these battle royale games, they are covered. With more characters, more chances of virtual death, yes, but death nonetheless. Furthermore, you know what? I can even argue that they are just as uh, pers- or, or capable of having death thrown at their doorstep, lest we forget uh, swatting. Now... I'm not saying that is the same as you know getting hit on the football field, but you know what they've they've got to worry about swatting because you've got these sore losers out there who don't want to lose their precious little game and they've got to be mad about it. So, esports players, they got you know they have to worry about that stuff too, and then they've got they've got more people than you do on the size of a football field coming at you, or players on a baseball field. They have tons of people coming at them some of these games have 50 to 100 people on the map at a time and they're just constantly on on the verge of death
1: they're not having to look in a 360 arena it is a flat pancake screen and i'll give you that maybe have to tune out a crowd because i have seen some arenas with esports they get loud and everything like that too but you're still only having to pay attention to what's in front of you man Uh, Again, with other live sports, it could be coming at you all around from all angles because you you have to keep up with the plays because you're running around and checking out what's going on. Mm. Uh, I don't know, guys. What do you think at home? Do you think esports is a real sport or do you think I'm right? And really, the only real sports are the ones that we've played physically in person since the beginning of time. We'll let you decide. Hopefully you'll let us know who you think won. Perhaps. Even though I love that I picked sports because neither of us knew about it. So that's what I thought was going to be the most entertaining of it all is us trying to pull out things from our butt to make sense from it. Right.
0: <laughs> and, and perhaps, <laughs> and perhaps I'll throw up a poll uh, on the Twitter and maybe yeah. that'll be easier than saying anything. You can just press a button.
1: Perfect. And I'm still going to argue that I think I was right. And we also have many, many magazines and things like that. And it's dedicated to real sports ball people.
0: Sports ball people. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, hey, we used to have, if, if video game magazines were still around today, they would be featuring Ninja with his controller all sexually. Like,
1: well, he was actually on like Sports Illustrated, which again, I'm going to argue, why was he on there? Sports. What football field did he run or blow to the face he took for his sport is all I'm hey, going to say.
0: Hey, they didn't say it was just sports sports. It's just sports. So eSports, e-sports. That'll be
1: our next topic. Why is Sports Illustrated moving into the eSports world?
0: Because sports. It's Cause there. Sports. <laughs>
1: But yeah, let us know what you think, guys. Are esports real or not? And let us know. And of course, this is all friendly trash talk, all right? Let's not legitimately go and start threatening people online about esports or not. Um, it's all like good fun. Um, and then let us know what you thought of that segment, because I think that's something that could be fun to maybe do again later on in the future mm-hmm. there. Um, but as far as that's concerned, that's our show for today, guys. Uh, you can hit us up sometime on Twitter again. Hopefully you'll be paying attention to that at super mega crash. You can send an email at super mega crash at com, and you can go to Instagram to view the weekly icon art that Steven puts all of his time and love into and you can support the show by liking and leaving reviews on your preferred platform and going to patreon.com forward slash pencil and paper productions, where you could see some super mega crash adventures early. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. uh, you can tell your friends to find us on pencil and paper podcast network and super mega crash brothers found on apple podcast, Podbean, Spotify, Google play, Stitcher, I radio, and even youtube.com forward slash pencil paper productions. And thank you for listening. I am Lacey Finley.
0: And I'm trying to figure out what this noise is outside my window, right? right now this (laughs) loud engine roaring god i mean why people i'm steven white my god
1: (laughs) you can join us again next week met super mega crash siblings but until then
0: game on